good morning good afternoon and good evening the next 24 hours are going to be amazing from the book house of foxes i'm narrating one chapter every week it's pavish bitter chapter 20 the dominica it was 14 november 2007 it was election day at 5 pm a private jet landed at las americas airport in the dominican republic mingfu ted and yung arrived for the congress Though it was a long flight from Hong Kong it did not stop them from their work of reaching out to each of their voters they called every member whom they had built relations over the last months from their flight it was a sunny day the temperature outside was slightly below 27 degrees and it was a perfect day for a holiday but they were on a mission they all checked in at the officials hotel hotel dona maria while they were collecting their keys they were interrupted by a man hello mr mingfu finally I get to meet you in person. I'm Pierre Dobuda, General Secretary of Mali, and now a boxing enthusiast. I'm very happy for your meteoric rise to the top. You must be a very smart man to achieve that in such a short time, he added. And yes, good luck for today's elections au revoir abiento ted immediately recognized his name but did not recollect from where pierre mentioned he was a general secretary of a small boxing country called mali this made it easier for ted and mingfu to recollect they had seen his dossier in yuval's files it all came back to them he was one of the key voices against shahid's presidency he had written extensively about corruption in the system revealing riveting details about the organized cartel it was because of his investigation and reporting a member had to go from IPCO executive board a couple of years ago it also reminded them that he was the one who never responded to their invitation and could not be reached easily through the boxing community everyone was wary of him to involve him in the early presidential campaign it would be a big big risk Everyone settled in their rooms. Mingfu heard a knock on his door. 
he opened the door to find no one there but a small red envelope left at the foot of his door which read for boxing he opened the sealed envelope to reveal what appeared like a postcard addressed to ming fu he turned the card around to find a picture his heart raced and his eyes were bloodshot red with anger it was a picture from the museum opening evening with all the members and the woman escorts in the dining room he remembered he had asked everyone to keep their cell phones in a locker before entering the room but apparently there was someone someone out there with a malicious intent to ruin his presidential bid he said to himself why now why now after so many months ming fu immediately called yuval and asked him about it if he was the one blackmailing him he then called ted at the bar to confront him he wasn't the one too they met at the dinner table thinking about who could be the one to send that picture as ming fu forced himself to get up to take a walk he felt a heavy hand on his shoulder guiding him to sit down it was pierre dobuda he joined them at the dinner table and made himself comfortable he spoke about ming fu's mandates and vision for boxing he was very optimistic about it when suddenly his friendly tone turned into a hostile one he said i hope i don't have to write about the museum night the words echoed in ming fu's ears and it was the first time he felt a real threat to his presidential dream he looked at pierre and calmly responded you have to personally monitor my work pierre if i fail we fail boxing fails we need to help the sport of boxing this was classic ming fu he always showed his calmness in extremely explosive situations pierre did not expect this and was surprised to boxing they raised a toast to boxing and parted their ways it was 23 hours to voting 16 november was a cocktail night for all the members present there the congress started with a cocktail gathering for all the members to discuss achievers who had made significant contributions to the sport and felicitated them for their efforts ted was continuously meeting all the members ensuring to get more than 100 votes for the victory after evaluating the members meeting ming fu's campaign was still 
short of three words. He was panicking. He had used everything in his power to attract members' votes on his side, but was still failing to hit the majority mark. Ted was sitting alone at the far end of the hall. He had run out of options to reach 100 votes. He could not gather the courage to tell Ming Fu that he was short of three votes. He was ashamed of himself. But the news had to be delivered to Ming Fu. He gulped down his glass of whiskey and ordered one more. Ted had written down names of all the members he had spoken to onto a piece of paper. He was continuously staring at the paper to come up with a solution. A hand grabbed that paper out of his hand. Ted looked up to see. It was Yuval. Ted was shocked to see him there. Yuval was wearing an oversized Hawaiian shirt. Anne had a thick beard. Ted grabbed him by his hand and took him into a men's room. He did not want anyone to see them together. Yuval took a long look at the paper and kept it in his pocket and told Ted never, never write anything on a paper. As soon as he finished drinking the glass of water, Ted fell asleep. Ted woke up in his bed the morning after, did not realize how he got there. He had overslept and it was now six hours to voting. It was 17th November, the night of voting. He got up to get ready and rushed to Ming Fu's suite to tell him that he could not manage to find the remaining three votes for his victory. Ming Fu did not answer the doorbell, so Ted rushed to the hotel lobby to inquire about Ming Fu's whereabouts. He had apparently left the hotel to attend another event in a different part of the city. Time was ticking away. Ted was trembling inside with ever-growing fear of losing the election and most importantly Ming Fu's faith. Ming Fu returned to the hotel. It was 30 minutes to voting and the voting room was slowly getting filled with the members. Ted, feeling embarrassed, took a seat towards the far end of the room, away from the eyes of Ming Fu. Sir, would you like a glass of whiskey? A waiter interrupted Ted's meditation. It was Yuval. 
He was now dressed as one of the catering staff with a black and white suite. He blended in well. As elections are a highly confidential matter, no outsider is allowed inside the room without proper authorization and permission. Every member had accreditation with them and an electronic voting pad kept on the table in front of them. Voting was about to begin. The clock was showing 6 p.m. Everyone was in the room. It was a time for a roll call to make sure all members of the Congress were present for voting. The roll call started in an alphabetical order to remove any hierarchical bias. Ted's eyes were locked on Yuval. He was moving around to offer drinks to the delegates. Ted closed his eyes and sat there in silence. He knew he was three votes short of the victory. He was contemplating his life after the election and his future in boxing. A loud thud echoed in the room. Ted opened his eyes to see Yuval on the floor with glasses and drinks spilt on the floor. In that process, he had spilt water on the voting pads kept on the table. He started apologizing in Spanish and offered to clean and dry up the voting pads in no time. In that chaos, Ted closed his eyes and went back to his meditative state. He could only hear a voice, a voice of the MC from the mic and the names of the people called out on the roll call. The order of the roll call was interrupted when the president called on the delegate from Mali, Pierre Dobuda. MC called out, Delegate from Mali, Mr. Pierre Dobuda, please raise your hand if you are in the room. This was responded by nobody. The chair marked for Mali delegation was empty. He was not present in the arena, though he was seen in the hotel. It was not a normal situation. Pierre Dobuda was that kind of a person who would be present at every official event, making his voice and opinion heard. And this time, his absence left many people surprised. He was a key voice in the boxing community, doubling his profession of journalism in favor of boxing and against the malpractices of Shahid's presidency. Shahid asked his office staff to inquire about his whereabouts 
and requested MC to continue the roll call. Meanwhile, Yuval, with the help of an IBGO staff, was replacing the damaged voting pads. They replaced all the voting pads on that table with the new voting pads. And everything was back to normal. The roll call was completed. And Pierre was still not located. They had looked for him everywhere, which meant now there were only 193 votes left. But this was the least of Ted's worry. The floor was opened for election. The MC announced the contenders for the IBCO's presidency. Ladies and gentlemen, we have four members running for the post of the president. The current president, Mr. Shahid Khurram, Mr. Franco Traficante, Mr. David Green, and Mr. Ming K. Fu. The numbers associated with each candidate is displayed on the screen. You must use this number to vote using your voting pad. Number one is for Mr. Shahid Khurram. Number two is for Mr. Franco Taficante. Number three is for Mr. David Green. And number four is for Mr. Ming K. Fu. You will have 60 seconds to register your vote. After that, no vote will be validated. If you have any questions, please raise your hand and we will address them. He finished his message. One look at the four contenders gave no sign of their emotions, brewing beneath their poker faces. Shahid, on the other hand, looked confident, enjoying his tea kept on his table. Voting commenced. 60 seconds flew by and voting was announced as closed by the MC. He asked the voting manager to hand over the results. The voting manager printed the results, got it approved and signed by the legal observer and finally handed it over to the MC for the announcement. Mr. Shahid Kurram gets 75 votes. Mr. Franco Traficante gets 28 votes. Mr. David Green has 20 votes. And Mr. Ming K. Fu has 70 votes. As soon as the voting numbers were displayed on the giant screen, a loud surprise rushed through the room. There was no clear winner. But the competition got more complicated with the contender with minimum votes dropping out of the race. This meant that the unbeatable Shahid had conceded space to the other two candidates, which can be inferred that there was a rebellion in Shahid's camp. 
the voting pattern had been compromised there had to be a way to re-strategize as the old assumption about the voting pattern was thrown out of the window something had to be done about it ming fu wasn't taking things lying down after consulting with the candidates and the legal observer the second round of voting was announced mc was about to declare the second round of the voting session that's when ming fu interrupted by trying to get up and move out during that he spilled shahid's tea this all looked innocent at first but this way was a ming fu's way to buy some time he excused himself to go to the bathroom the mc had no other option than to take a short break of 10 minutes and requested everyone to be in the room by 6:50 pm this 10 minutes were enough to gain the momentum which had seemed to be lost that woke up from his meditative state and walked towards the men's room Yuval pulled Ted into a small room on his way and there they met Ming Fu. This was the second time they were together in one room. Ming Fu nodded looking towards Yuval. He pulled out his laptop from his bag and started working on it. They had rehearsed this situation before and every other exceptional case which could affect voting outcomes they decided to execute the operation named white cherry as part of this operation a targeted group of delegates would be approached with a direct offer either to vote and convince others to vote in favor or defend their video with escorts at the gala dinner night after party this move was the only option that could take them through the winning margin when a boxer is pushed in a corner he either fights back throws everything to win or goes down with a knockout ming fu wasn't going down with a knockout the unexpected situations bring the extreme reactions out of us some become heroes some quit and some become monsters the second session commenced after the break and the mc announced the opening of the round 2 of voting the voting started everyone had 60 seconds again to vote the candidates and their respective voting numbers were displayed on the screen number 1 for mr shahid khurram number 2 for mr franco trafficante number 3 had been opted out and number 4 was mr ming ke fu this 60 seconds 
were enough to change the future of boxing and Ali. The voting system was closed and now it was time to declare the results of the voting. Will there be a new precedent or will boxing continue its journey as usual? The voting results manager printed the result, got it signed by the legal observer and gave it to the MC to announce. Ming Fu was nervous. Only Ted could see that. The MC opened the results paper. Ted could read his face. He had a sigh of relief and a grin when he saw the results. The results were declared. Mr. Shahid Khurram with 55 votes. Mr. Franco Traficante with 34 votes. And the new president, Mr. Ming K. Fu with 104 votes. Ming Fu had received 104 votes. And Shahid's vote count was reduced to 55. This was scale number one. Shahid's defeat. The room was filled with no reactions as no one wanted to display their emotions and fall into a trap. Everyone was wearing a mask and they were good at it. The MC declared the new president and handed him a, a bouquet of flowers. Everyone walked towards them to congratulate the new president. Shahid congratulated Ming Fu and walked away in silence. Ming Fu was a veteran businessman. He knew not to burn bridges as there are no permanent enemies in politics. He took the microphone and said, Dear boxing family, I would like all of us to thank Shahid and his team for all their hard work and effort to bring boxing to the world stage. It is now my job to bring boxing to a global stage. Together we will achieve what no other sport has achieved before. I am your president. My doors are open to your ideas and problems. You have elected me to serve our sport and I will not let you down. He thanked all the members from the national federations for supporting his vision and subtly stated, we will work together irrespective of our differences. I hold no grudges for those who did not vote for me. I am their president too. Ming Fu had a tired body, but a wide smile on his face. He had achieved what he had set out to achieve. It was a new chapter for boxing. The after party ran late into the night, but this time without any escorts. Shahid checked out of the hotel and left for the airport. 
everyone thought peer must have done the same it was 3 am when everyone left the party and went away to rest after a exhausting day the cleaning staff took over the party and started to prepare for the next day a loud scream woke everyone everyone rushed out to see what had happened ted rushed down mingfu rushed too they could not see what was going on everyone was quiet the security had cordoned off the elevator it was pier dobuda they had found his dead body in the elevator shaft they also found a briefcase full of dollars and paper with members names next to the body the hotel staff suspected that he might have fallen into a malfunctioning door dead could not comprehend the situation he immediately thought of yuval he was missing everyone in the hotel was questioned by the police no one was allowed to leave the hotel for the next 12 hours they found no incriminating evidence to arrest anyone present there it was a diplomatic affair now as pierre dobuda was a government official too everyone returned home this was a perfect murder plot suited for a box office film it had all the ingredients high profile stakes big names a dead body money and an unknown motive during a presidential election this situation drove jeepers into mingfu's mind he was scared to lose the election after doing everything that he had in his arsenal the police never found the cause of death nor the trail of the money purobuda was an untainted man until his death ted and mingfu returned to their offices contracted a pr agency based out of london to control the message and set the narrative after his win the modus operandi was to preempt negative news so as not to highlight mingfu's name in that event in that hotel they were in absolute panic to set the agenda they themselves started drafting the press releases and media communication and then asked the pr agency to proofread them and release them to the world the messages were about to change and revolution in boxing highlighting their vision for the sport and starting from a new slate ted was promoted as a chief of staff and the executive officer of the ibco headquarters he was given the ultimate authority to build his ibco team end of chapter Our Voices is produced by Bhavish Pitter. Music by Anchor. Please check it out on my website houseoffoxes.com where 
You can also download the ebook or buy a paperback copy. I would love to know your feedback. And if you like this episode, please share it with your friends. You don't want them to miss out on this one. Oh yes, one last thing before I sign out. Breathe. Have a wonderful day. Great things are coming your way.